Hey guys, welcome back to Becoming Better Podcast. This is your host, Hope Moquin, and as always, I'm so thankful that you chose to tune in to today's episode. I don't know if you know, but I actually say that intro every single week, and I don't have a pre-recorded one that I just throw in there, and as the weeks go by, I always think that maybe I should just do a pre-recorded one because I say the same thing every single week, but I really am so thankful that you are here listening. This past week has been, oh, it has been a challenge and it's probably because, I'm sorry, this is a girl's podcast and if you are a guy who's listening to this, I'm glad you're here, but I need you to know that this is a girl's safe place and so I'm gonna talk like a girl. This past week was my time of the month and it, I promise, like the older I get, it's like the worse they have become and the more moody I get, the more I question things. Like when I was 15, 16, 17, it really didn't phase me that bad. I was just like, oh, like whatever, it's just the time of the month but as I got an older oh my gosh my hormones just are all over the place and please pray for my husband because I know I'm a lot when that time comes and so this past week I have just been questioning everything I've had very off days I was very unproductive some of the days and I sat my butt on my couch and I binge watched One Tree Hill literally the entire day didn't do anything productive and so needless to say I'm a little bit behind but it's okay. We're honest and I'm a human being too and I'm a girl and so I go through things that girls go through once a month and it's just not fun, okay? Thank you, Adam and Eve in the garden. I will never stop holding bitterness again. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Don't hold bitterness. It's not good. But for real, thanks a lot, Eve, because now we all struggle. But for today's episode, let's get into some holy things. Why don't we? Let's talk about the word of God. Let's see what God wants to speak to you today, because I do believe that you're not listening to this by accident. It's not a coincidence that you're here listening to this exactly where you're at in this moment, whatever's going on in your life, that God knew that you'd be listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth. And he wants to use this as an opportunity to speak speak something so profound to you, to speak something that could change your life forever if you allow yourself to be open and hear what God wants to speak to you. Let's read a little bit of Galatians because there is so much truth and wisdom in Galatians. And oh, if you read it, I promise it will set you into freedom in your life if you actually read it, understand what is in the word of God and what it means to our lives. For example, the very first verse in chapter five in Galatians, it says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. That can mean a lot of things. Don't submit yourselves. Don't Get yourself in a position to be attached to the approval of people, to be attached to alcohol, to be attached to drugs, to be attached to gossip, to be attached to porn, to be attached to fill in the blank, any of those things that are going to keep you in slavery, keep you bound to sin because Christ has come to set us free. Moving on to verse 13 again, for you are called to freedom only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, what? Through love, serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Literal wisdom is in Galatians. I think everyone needs to read this again and again and again and again. But I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. If you find yourself falling into sin left and right, I need you to ask yourself, when is the last time you opened up your Bible and you read what the word of God says? When is the last time you opened up your Bible and you read the things that the Bible tells you to stay away from? When is the last time that you sat down before God and said, God, convict my heart of anything that is not in alignment for your will for my life? We say this every week because it is so important and it's a prayer that will change your life. If you find yourself falling into sin consistently, 
When is the last time you got on your knees before God and asked him what he wants to do in your life? Because usually when we go and we get ourselves in a position to ask God, what is it that you want to do in my life? What is it that you want me to lay down? He will give you an answer. He will put something on your heart. It's just a lot of times we don't ever get ourselves to that position because internally we're scared of what God might ask us to lay down. We're scared that he's going to ask us to put down something that we really don't want to put down. So therefore, we will keep ourselves from going from God. We will keep ourselves from getting ourselves into that humble position before God and presenting ourselves freely to him to take whatever he wants because we are too attached to the things that we're comfortable in. And that's not what God asks of us. He wants us to come to him because his way is better than our ways. His thoughts are better than our thoughts. And so if you are finding yourself falling into sin over and over and over again, when's the last time you read your Bible about what sin is and what God says about sin and the life that he offers you apart from sin? It's so much better. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't know the last time that I read it and I don't know the last time that I saw in the Bible what is actually sin. I'm so glad you asked because I'm about to read it to you. Also, I will tell you that there is another scripture in the Bible that it says when you hear the word of God and you understand and you know what it says and you still choose to live opposite of what it says, there is an accountability on your life because you know what the word says and you are willingly choosing to walk away from it. And that's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. I want to help you and I want you to know what the word of God says and what God has for your life because it is something so powerful, so amazing, so grand, so far beyond anything that you could ever ask or imagine. And all it requires is you to say, yes, God, I'm here. Use me, God, for your glory. Continuing on in verse 17, for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, of course, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. Okay, here we are. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Here it is. This is what God is so clear on to stay away from. This is the written word of God, the unfathomable, the unchangeable word of God that is available to us. It says, now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, goodness, and self-control. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Okay, last one in Galatians. Skip down to chapter 6, verse 9. And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone especially to those who are in the household of faith. Whew, this is this is an episode that I feel some people might not want to come back and listen to after I'm done because you know what? The gospel is offensive. 
It is. It's hard to hear. It is a hard pill to swallow because it goes against everything that our flesh tells us is right. The word of God goes against everything that the world tells us is right. And so therefore, when you don't fully understand it and you're not in a position to really want to understand it and really want to follow it, it's going to be so offensive and you're going to think it's so wacky and so wild and you're going to get offended by it. But I want to challenge you and encourage you that wherever you're at today in your life, whatever season you find yourself in, I need you to hear me when I say that there is no condemnation on you. There is no judgment that I'm putting on you, okay? Because if oof, if anyone is going to judge, you guys should judge me. But no, judgment is not from God. So we're not going to do that over here. But I'm just telling you, I have such a crazy past when I didn't know God. And even when I did know God, honestly, I probably have done some crazier things knowing God than before I knew God. And so I, listen, I'm not judging you, but I am here to tell you that the life that I have experienced surrendering everything to God and making myself get in a position to to have my hands open to say, God, whatever you want, you can have it. God, whatever you want to do in my life, you can do. It changed my life. And I I done I that's not even proper grammar, but I done tried it all. I tried anything that you can think of. I tried the alcohol. I tried drugs. I tried sleeping around. I tried self-harm. I was suicidal at one point. I tried posting thirst traps. I tried talking to a million people at once because the validation felt good. I tried ignoring my emotions because I didn't want to feel them. Fill in the blank. I have tried it. And I got to tell you, nothing has ever changed my life and changed my heart and transformed my soul in the way that the Holy Spirit can when you say yes. Is that to say that I don't still have feelings to do some crazy things sometimes? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> And especially people with the crazy past and like now you're following God, I'm sure you can attest to it that just because you say yes to God and just because you are a Christian, it doesn't mean that you never have really bad days where you have thoughts of like jumping back and doing some crazy stuff you have to discipline yourself and say no i'm not going to do that today you know but that's not to say that i still don't struggle with mental health sometimes that's not to say i still don't struggle with thoughts that i know are not from god sometimes that's not to say that because i have accepted a new life in god and a new life in christ that everything that I've done in my life is erased from my memories and erased from my heart and my mind. No, there are still things that I've done that are so prevalent in my mind that I think about and I have to make myself think of something else or I'm going to get bound to a big spiral because I'm letting these thoughts and these feelings marinate way too long and I have to choose to set my mind on things that are above, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are of God. But even knowing how much I love God and how much He's changed my life, I still struggle with mental health. And I'm going to be honest real quick before we get into what this episode is actually about because I just feel like somebody needs to hear this. Somebody just needs someone to be honest with them. You know, last year I dealt with depression so bad. And I remember that I was so scared one morning and I was just crying and I went to go journal and I was journaling in a way where I was kind of talking to God. I was writing out my prayers, I guess. And I remember writing how in that moment, I felt like I wanted to go back to everything that I had originally left to follow God. I remember writing that I felt so numb to the point it genuinely scared me because I didn't know if I was going to feel again with just where I was at in my life. And I don't even know how I got there, but I did. Okay. I knew deep in my heart, like I still love God. Like I, I was a Christian. So I knew that, 
But the battle that I was having with my mental health and depression, it felt like I wasn't going to get out of it. And it terrified me. And I remember just sitting in the car, like my husband hasn't really dealt with depression or mental health like that. And I think it's very hard when people who haven't dealt with that, it's hard for them to relate to someone who has, especially Christians, which I'm not bashing on my husband. My husband was very graceful and very kind about it. But I've met Christians who haven't dealt with depression and who haven't dealt with mental health. And it's like their answer is just, we'll just pray about it. (laughs) You're not praying enough about it. You're not really giving it to God enough. And that upsets me so much because it's like, no, just because you say yes to God, it doesn't mean that your life is going to be perfect. It doesn't mean that you won't ever have struggles. You won't ever have these thoughts again, but it's just, do you have the full understanding of who God is in your life to be able to fight through it? Do you really have the convincing that God is the way, the truth, and the life that he's going to get you through it? Do you have that discipline to train yourself to open your word of God even when you do not feel like it? Do you have that discipline to turn on the worship music even when your life is a complete hell? Do you have that full understanding, convincing that God is the only one who's going to get you through it? It's not a matter of, oh, just pray more. Oh, just give it to God more. But as a Christian, you are going to struggle sometimes. You are going to have hard seasons. But do you have the discipline in yourself to open the Word of God when you don't feel like it? Turn on the worship music when you don't feel like it. And honestly, in that season, I was stubborn as as you know what for about two to three weeks. I didn't have that discipline. And you know what? I didn't get better. I kept on struggling with it. And I kept on dealing with it. And I kept on struggling with it until I made myself turn on worship when I didn't feel like it. I made myself delete my sad song playlist. I made myself delete my rap playlist and I put on worship and I made my heart get back into alignment with what the word of God says. And slowly, it wasn't overnight, but I began to get out of it because I got myself and I forced myself. Honestly, sometimes it is a fight where you have to fight for what you know is true because your mind is going to lie to you. Your feelings are going to lie to you. The enemy is going to lie to you. And that's where the title of this episode comes in of stop listening to them. Stop listening to your feelings. Stop listening to the lies of the enemy. Stop listening to voices in your life that are going to restrict you. Stop listening to negative voices in your life. Stop listening to advice from other people that isn't rooted in the word of God. Stop listening to them. Christ has come to set you into freedom. So stop listening to anything that is outside of that. And if we're being honest with each other right now, that's one of the hardest things you're going to have to learn to do is to stop listening to the outside voices and get yourself in a position where your ears are open to the word of God, where your ears are open to the Holy Spirit, where you push outside anything that is not of God and you discipline yourself and you get yourself in a position every day where you're crying out saying, God, I need to hear your voice above anything else. God, I need your spirit. God, I need your love. I I need you and stop listening to anybody else. Stop listening to anything 
That is not what the word of God says. Everything of this world shall pass, but you know what remains true? You know what's going to be there at the end? The word of God is going to be there at the end. And I don't know about you, but I would so much rather be built up on this word of God than anything else in this life. I would so much rather live my life according to this word of God than anything else in this life because everything else is going to fade, but the word of God is what stands. The word of God is what proves true and it's available to me and it's available to you. And it's so clear on what is required of us as Christians to do. It's so clear on the life that is available to us if we want it, you know, if we want it. If we can be really honest with each other in this moment, I think we could agree that one of the most challenging things to do and one of the things that keep us from pursuing our purpose is the fear of what other people are going to think. It is the fear of what if I'm not as good as this person who's doing what I want to do. It's the fear of, oh, I'm not going to be liked anymore if I do this and I don't do that anymore. It's the fear of what's going to happen if I do stand up for what is right. What's going to happen if I do set aside these things that are sinful? What are people going to think? How are they going to treat me? What if they don't want to be my friend anymore? What if I don't get invited to those places anymore? What if I fail? What if I'm not as good? All of these different things. And you know where all of those thoughts come from? It literally comes from the enemy trying to tell you that you're not good enough and that you're not going to make it. And you have to stop listening to them. You want to succeed. You want to go to where God's calling you to go. You want to get there. You have to stop listening to all these outside voices and you need to listen and be in tune with the Holy Spirit. And the only way to do that is what? We talk about it every episode and I'm going to keep talking about it until you get it. It is reading and prioritizing the word of God. That is the only thing that matters. And if you're listening to this and you're like, this girl's a broken record. Yes, I am. Because I can guarantee the majority of the people, you guys haven't gotten it yet. And so I'm going to keep saying it every week until it's important to you, until you understand it, until you realize it. And if you don't like it, then find a different podcast. Okay. I'm not going to be offended because you know what? I get my approval from God, not from you. And I want to teach you how to do the same because too many people are looking for approval from man and they're not understanding that they're already approved from God. And so therefore, there are so many people who they're not doing what they're called to do. They're not even starting what they're called to do because they're too scared of what someone else is going to think. There's people who haven't started because they're scared that someone else is going to be better than them. And you know what? There is always going to be someone who's better than you. There's always going to be someone that you think is prettier than you. There's always going to be somebody who is more skilled than you, who is smarter than you, who is taller than you, who maybe has better hair than you, maybe has better teeth. There's always going to be someone who is quote unquote better. But you know what? Your job isn't to get to their level. Your job is to be faithful in what God has put in your heart. Your job isn't to try to be the best like them. Your job isn't trying to conform yourself to that person that you look up to. Your job is to be faithful to what God has put in your heart. Your job is to get yourself in a position to listen to what God is trying to speak to you and then to act on that. Not just listen, but to listen and act. Those two go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. You need to listen to God and then act on it. Because when you hear from God and you're listening to God and you don't act on it, you know what that's called? disobedient and you don't want to be disobedient obedience is listening and then putting action to it and guess what every week we are reading the word of god and so if you are hearing that you are required to put action in that and so everything that we read that is not of god you heard that and so if that's in your life this is your opportunity to go to god and say god convict my heart help me because if you're listening to this there is a dream inside of you if you're listening to this 
There is a passion inside of you. If you're listening to this, there is somewhere in you that has this desire to want to be the woman of God that God has created you to be. It's there or you want to be listening to this. And I got to tell you, with all of those dreams, with all of those passions, it's not an easy ride, but it is a ride that is worthwhile. It's going to take daily sacrifice. It's going to take obedience. It's going to take discipline and maybe hard conversations of stopping certain people speaking into your life, of maybe removing certain music from your life, removing certain movies from your life, and doing whatever you can to set yourself up in a place where you are listening to the word of God, where you are inviting people in to speak into your life who are rooted in the word of God. People can give you good advice all day long, but if it's not rooted from the word of God, you don't want it. I promise you. You don't want it because practicality, yeah, sure, it's great and all, and there are good things where practical things are needed. I'm a big practical gal. I get it. But obedience will take you to doors that your practicality never could obedience will walk you through doors that your practical strategy never could. And that's why you want to be so in tune with the Holy Spirit and the will of God for your life, where you are choosing obedience over strategy. You're choosing obedience over the people's good advice. You're choosing obedience over anything else because the word of God is what proves true. And it's available to you and it's available to me. It's available to anybody who simply says, Yes. And listen, I get it, especially in today's day and age with social media and Gen Z. Some of Gen Z, they're very intimidating and they're scary sometimes. You know, as I'm getting older, middle schoolers, they they scare me sometimes. They are so opinionated. They are so in your face sometimes. And that's just how it is. Social media, especially, they are going to be so loud and in your face on what is true, what is right what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And I fear that so many people are trying so hard to be relevant that they are lacking in their reverence to God. And they are choosing relevancy instead of reverence to the Holy Spirit. And that's not a good place to be in. This wasn't in my mind, but let me look up the definition of reverence. Whew, okay. Reverence the noun, it says deep respect for someone or something. The verb is regard or treat with deep respect. So to be in reverence of God, to be in reverence of the Holy Spirit is to respect, admire, to think highly of, have a high opinion, to hold in high regard, to appreciate, to cherish, to value, to prize, to treasure, to look up to, to worship, to honor, and to love. When you truly understand that the prize isn't to be the best that you absolutely can at whatever you're doing, the prize isn't to be liked by everybody, the prize isn't to have the big house and the perfect family and all of the clothes and the cutest wardrobe, but the prize is truly knowing God and walking out the plan that he has for your life, that that will bring you more fulfillment than anything else that this world can offer. When you truly understand that the prize is Jesus, that's when you're going to be able to make it through hard seasons. That's when you're going to be able to keep on pushing through when mental health comes sneaking up at your door. That's when you're going to be able to push through when you lose a friend because you're too quote unquote religious for them now. 
that is what's going to keep pushing you through when the enemy comes knocking at your door trying to tell you all of these things. When you stop listening to them and you start listening to God and the Holy Spirit and you gain that understanding of He is the prize. Nothing else matters. Things will not bother you the way that they used to. Things will not trip you up the way that they used to because you are seeking reverence to God and not relevancy to people because people are broken. People are judgmental. People are flawed. People come and go, but God, He is true. He is faithful. He stays when people walk away. He loves when people hurt. He raises you up when people beat you down. God stays He's constant. He's there. He's one step ahead of you. He's one step beside you. And he's one step behind you to make sure you don't fall. God is constant. And He's it. And I wanted to leave you with a little verse in the Old Testament in Exodus. And honestly, I don't even know the full context of this story because I haven't <laughs> I haven't read it in a while. But I looked at my notes in my Bible before I started recording this episode. And I just sat there and I was like, wow, like God is just so inherently wise. And and he has all of the answers to everything that we're looking for before we even know that we're looking for it. And it's just crazy how he works. But in Exodus chapter 3, it's at the very end of the chapter. There's all kinds of stuff going on with Egypt and Moses and the Israelites or something or another. This is what I have written down, okay? In verse 15, it says that God says to Moses, and then he starts saying all of this, all of these things. And in verse 19, it's, it's still God talking. He says, but I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless compelled by a mighty hand. And in the very next verse, it says, So I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all the wonders that I will do in it. And after that, he will let you go. And what I wrote in my notes was that the enemy's will not is God's I will. Because if you catch that, it says, this is God talking. He says, but I know that the king of Egypt will not. And so then he starts the very next verse and he says, so I will. And I don't know who needs to hear that today. I don't know who has told you that you will not do something great. I don't know who has told you you will not be a good mom because you didn't have one. I don't know who's told you that you will not fill in the blank for your life, but God is speaking to you that every will not that has been spoken to your life, God is saying right now that I will, because He is the I am. He's the great I am. He's everything in between. He is your I will. And whatever the enemy meant for harm, God will turn it around and use it for your good. And so whatever will not is circling around in your life right now, you got to know that God is looking to you and He's saying, but I will. If you just look at me and you put your focus on me, I will. And together, when he works through you, you will do something so powerful and mighty for the kingdom of God. And it won't be for your glory. It won't be to show your name off, but it will be to point back directly to the goodness and the glory of God, that he is faithful, that he is true, and that he has a plan for every single one of us. And he will do exceedingly above more than all we could ask for imagine for his name and for his glory, for all of those who look at him and say, yes. Yes, God, I want you. You're the prize. Your way.
And the beautiful thing is that it's available to all people because that is just how gracious and loving our God is. He's the prize. He's it. He's what you're looking for because becoming better is not about becoming better in areas of our life for our own good, but it's about becoming better so that we can represent our Jesus well, that we can represent the God who saved us correctly, that we can represent Him in a way where people look at us, they're like, wow, I want what you have. And that's all there is to it. God is good. God is faithful. And God is for you. Don't you forget it. For all of my ladies who are listening, I'd love to invite you to join our Becoming Better membership group. We do video calls where I can get to know you guys prayer requests, daily Bible reading, worship songs, all of the good stuff. And so I'd love to invite you to be a part of that. You already know if you like this episode, go ahead and share it on your socials. I love to see who's listening. And then if you're listening to this on Spotify, they always give you a question at the end of how did you like this episode? But this week it should say Q&A because I want to do a Q&A over the next few weeks. And so if you have any questions that you want to be answered on this podcast, go ahead and leave it in the Q&A section. And I'm going to dedicate a whole episode for Q&A's to answer questions that you guys specifically have. But that's all I have for you this week. And so I hope that you have the best week ever. And I will catch you right back here next Tuesday with a brand new episode. All right. Bye.